Hey, we're going to take a little break here and talk about interstate batteries. Now, if you're like me, enjoying the great outdoors, you need gear that is as reliable as it gets. That's why I power my adventures with interstate batteries. I use interstate batteries in my boats. I use interstate batteries in my camper. Great for your truck, too. From Alaska to Montana, they're outrageously dependable. Battery is essential. With over 150,000 dealer locations, finding one is easy. For all your vehicles, land or sea, choose interstate. Head to interstatebatteries.com and find your power today. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I am your host, Spencer Newharth, and I have some good news and bad news. The bad news is we don't have Steve Rinella or Brody Henderson here today, but the good news is we have Clay Newcomb here. Clay, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Woo! Be easy to fill the hole those two boys left. Why is it bad news that they're not here? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It feels like in general this room is... Energy's better? Yeah, like yeah, po- a, positive. Just generally more the positive. I feel like we can more talk. timely. I feel like we can speak. <laughs> it's definitely a younger crowd. <laughs> yeah, a lot younger. Yeah. Now Clay is the only person who is undefeated at trivia. He has played yeah. once and he's won once. How's that feel? Man, it feels great to be on top of the mountain, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Clay, I have to tell you a secret. Keep this between us. Don't tell Steve or Cal or Mark. But I think Bear Grease is the best podcast meat eater has. Yes. Thank you. It is. Thank I mean you. that. Thank you. What? What's your new folks... hard stamp of approval? That's right. You were you were giving me a preview before the show of what's to come on Bear Grease in the next few months. Tell these listeners what they can expect. Ah, you you want me to go into the details? No, of no, that? no, not that amount of detail. Uh, <laughs> I'll give I think, you a whole think... podcast right now, man. <laughs> Steve's right. not here. I can talk. <laughs> no, so we're doing a we're going to do a series on some of Arkansas's most notorious turkey poachers of all time. Oh, they nice. were guys that I—they were much older than me. They were my father's age, but I grew up with them. And they—they they, just in the last year, the last brother—it was two brothers. One of them passed away, and it's a pretty incredible story. Interviewed huh. the game wardens that chased them, interviewed their family, and you, the wild part is, Giannis Boutelis, is you're going to have a hard time not being endeared to these men. Mm. I'm going to leave it right there. That's wow. a good tease. Now, we are also joined by Gabby Wilson. This is her first time on the show. Gabby, tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. I am the social media coordinator. What does that mean? I coordinate the social media. I (laughs) I schedule posts. I actually work pretty closely with Misty Newcomb and the Wild and Whole team and schedule posts for them and work with the content over there. So, yep. Gabby, welcome to the show. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions born out of Meat Eater's four verticals. What are they, Yanni? Hunting, fishing, eating, <clears throat> and conservation. <laughs> That's right. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. So far, we've had Steve win five times, Brody win four, and Clay, Seth, Giannis, and Corinne each win once. So we're going to have a first-time winner or a second-time winner today. No Steve or Brody to well, But do you the have the stats as to like what their ratio from wins to... How many Brody, times they've Brody played? Is by far, in first place, if we're talking ratio. Because Steve, mm. so you're saying Steve's played a lot more. Well, well ratio would be Clay Newcomb, who's played oh, sure, once yeah. and won once. One for uh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Right. So where where then does then uh, I think then I think we'd have Brody Henderson next. So even though Steve's got one more win, yep. 
Brody's done it in less tries. That's right. Now, today in the room, besides Clay and Gabby, we also have Giannis Boutelis, Ryan Callahan, Seth Morris, Kryn Schneider, and Rick Hutton. I'm thinking with this crew, it's going to take like six correct answers to win. So it's going to be the, the bar. Now, we have some housekeeping. Was we, that a dig? No, no, no. Not a dig at all. Not a How dig How do you feel about that, Gabby? I it's going to take six to win with this crew. I don't have very yeah, what, high I expectations. Mean, <laughs> in, interpret that for me. These, I, I, I'm, these I'm lost. Is, is <laughs> what he's it's as much about the questions <laughs> as it is about the group answering them. Oh, that was diplomatic. That's now, right. how do you how are you forming these questions? Do you do you take into account the people that are in the room? Sometimes, if we have a guest, I will. Uh, but no one in this room counts as guest. So these are just straight up meat eater for vertical questions. Mm. Now we have some housekeeping to get to. We previously talked about who sings the Thirty Point Buck. While many believe it's the Youpers, it's actually Bananas at Large. The Wisconsin band released that song in 1989. Also on a previous show, we had a question about what are the only states with a flathead catfish record over 100 pounds. I was only looking at hook and line records, which would make the answer Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri. But if you factor in trot line records, then Oklahoma and Texas would be added to the list. Brody nor Steve answered Oklahoma or Texas there, so it wouldn't affect the outcome of the game. And with that, we are now on to Meat Eater Trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one, as always, will be multiple choice. The topic is fishing. Which of these is not a crankbait color sold by Rapala? Is it pink squirrel, bleeding clown, root beer crawdad, or patriotic shad? Again, which of these is not a crankbait color sold by Rapala? Pink squirrel, bleeding clown, root beer crawdad, or patriotic shad? Seth, how are you feeling about this? Mm. Actually, not confident. Mm. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time looking at Rapala's. I know. I was mm. after my little trip down the Yellowstone recently. I was buying and looking at crankbaits and. and uh, I didn't see half of those uh, answers. Does everybody have an answer? There's a lot of custom colors these days, so. Mm-hmm. There's too many variations. It's like a, a horrible Cl- math problem. <laughs> Clay, I know you've only Sorry. played once, but you're supposed to hide your answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying bleeding tip. clown, Gabby saying bleeding clown, Clay saying bleeding, bleeding clown. clown, Corinne saying bleeding clown, Rick saying bleeding clown, Seth saying pink squirrel, and Giannis saying patriotic shad. Nobody said root beer crawdad. The correct answer is patriotic shad. No way. No way. What? Giannis got it correct. Giannis got it right? Giannis got it right. Other How'd unique you know names, that, Giannis? I guessed that. Like Just I guessed. said, there was a couple that I hadn't heard recently being on there. That's a gutsy I, guess. I, I, I mean, you, you're attacking something patriotic? Exactly. My God. <laughs> wow. You must wow. be a liberal. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> bitch. Jeez. Mostly. But uh, I figured it just depends on who I'm hanging out with, actually, whether I'm liberal or not. But uh, no, because I figured that was like everybody would figure, of course, Rapala would have a patriotic shad. What fishing company wouldn't have a patriotic shad? I bet you're good at paper, rock, scissors. I bet you're good at paper, rock, scissors. Because 
Paper, you know, you rock, scissors. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah rock, rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. paper, scissors? Yeah, rock, paper, yeah. scissors. That's the way you play. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. No, yeah. no, but when you know what the guy's going to do, so you calculate what he knows you're going to do, and you do something different, that's what Giannis did. Oh, mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that. Like yeah. the double cross. You threw me off with the... Paper, rock, scissors? <laughs> yeah. There goes one yeah, of the six I needed to win. Other unique names from Apollo include Hot thing. Mustard, Caribbean Shad, Black Wonder Bread, Green Tiger, Voodoo Haze, Demon, Juicy Lucy, Blue Ghost, and my personal favorite, Moldy Fruit. Mm. See, some of those are the mm. new custom colors, aren't they? Mm, a couple of them are new. Yeah, but the Bleeding Clown's been around for a while. I've caught yeah, some but, of the biggest yeah. walleye on but the there's Bleeding Clown. Like Clown, I'm very familiar with. There's uh-huh. always like Clown something. I didn't Here, know. Here's what Rapala liked to do about six years ago. They took all of their classic colors and then they put a red bill on them and then called them Bleeding Blank. So that's uh, where you get the Bleeding Clown. Yeah. We are now on to question two. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Brandon Hart. If you have a question you think is right for meat eater trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. America's last legally killed jaguar was shot by a deer hunter in what state? America's last legally killed jaguar was shot by a deer hunter in what state? Some quick answers in the room. Some erasing by Seth. Second no, guess. I, I just erased my small answer and made uh, it bigger so it's easier for you to see. There we go. That's how confident That's he is. That's courtesy right there. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying Arizona, Gabby saying Florida, Clay saying mm, Arizona, Corinne Florida. saying Florida, Rick saying Texas, Seth saying Arizona, and Giannis saying Arizona. Giannis is two for two. The correct answer is Arizona. Right. This jaguar was a male killed in 1965 in Arizona's Patagonia Mountains. Although their distribution used to go as far east as Louisiana, as far west as California, and as far north as Colorado, it's believed the only ones left in America are in very southern Arizona. Spencer, and New Mexico. You know? Hey, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you in on the, mm-hmm. so I don't write in to correct you. Okay. Warner Glenn in 1996 bayed with his mountain lion dogs in New Mexico, the first live documented jaguar. Like all the other jaguars they'd brought in dead up until that point. We well, can't rare. really call them, call them mountain lion dogs now, can he? They're jaguar dogs. Well, they twice they have. He's he's bayed two, but it was in New Mexico. I like it. There have, a photo of it. There have been a few uh, killed since then in Arizona, but they were, I think one was poached by a couple like teenage duck hunters, and then the other one was killed by a mountain lion hunter. I don't think he knew what he was shooting. Spencer, do you know mm. what the best movie of all time is? No, what is it? Raising Arizona. <laughs> there you go. Are you a big Nick Cage fan? <laughs> How can you not be? Come on. Bottomless talent. That's right. We are on to question three. The topic is foraging. What does the colorful acronym LBM stand for in foraging? What does the colorful acronym LBM stand for in foraging? A quick answer from Ryan Callahan, but the rest of the room looks fairly stumped. Oh, Stump. Uh, it's a good mushroom pun, Spencer. L- LBM? L-B-M. Boy. <laughs> Korean could start my... a fire with that brain activity. <laughs> Man, Seth's like the guy that if you leave your cards hanging down just a little bit, you know, you're just trying to be... 
got me, guy, got me like, through college. Like leaning around. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a buddy's game around here. Prison rules. You, if you want to copy out mine, you can, because it is not right. Yeah, mine's not right either. Does everybody have an answer? No. You're still guessing. You don't, right? have, you don't have to have one. Yeah, I'm just going to take a pass on You're this outraged. one. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying little brown mushrooms. <laughs> Gabby saying light, bright, blank. Clay saying... What leave, that behind leave behind many. Leave behind many. Oh, that's like that's good. It's like that's, CPR for mushroom. Honey. If that's not one, it should be one. <laughs> Corinne saying something blossoming something. Rick without an answer. Seth saying little blue mushroom and Giannis saying little brown mushroom. Giannis is three for three. The correct answer is little brown mushrooms. God. Really. So Seth, close. you were right there. Is cleaning house. You were right there. Well, now did, close. did Giannis have mushrooms pluralized? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I took the time to write in an ass. Thank you for, but, you for filling in for Steve while he's not here. Yeah. Now this isn't a scientific term, but it's popular in the mushroom hunting community. LBMs are largely avoided by foragers because the group doesn't contain many choice edibles. Some LBMs are in the psychedelic category, while others can kill you. If you're new to foraging, it's best to just avoid LBMs altogether. You even said the word mushroom after the question was asked. Right. Steve would have uh, chopped your head off. Oh, yeah, that's because he's horribly insecure. (laughs) (laughs) He's got nothing to do with the game. That's just a personal thing. We're on to question four. We can edit that out, right? The topic is hunting. This next great question. Hold on. Meter trivia with no Steve Ranella, a.k.a. roast Stephen Ranella. (laughs) Steve (laughs) Ranella. You know what? I was pretty sure that's what it would devolve into, and here we are. Mm. How come we're not roasting Brody at all? He's too innocent. Uh, he's a nice guy. <laughs> It'd be over his head. Get it? <laughs> now the topic is haunting. This next great question comes to us via Tom Marshall. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? Bench leg. Bench. B-E-N-C-H. A bench leg deer. Question. I've never heard of it. Nah. If me and Seth hadn't heard of it, it ain't real. <laughs> yeah, it ain't real. A hybrid of... Oh. A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? Nobody knew this one off the bat. Going to be a lot of educated guesses in the room. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, mine doesn't make sense either. Uh, I don't think mine's even possible. More <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> a bench leg deer. I'm going off of regional colloquialism. Does everybody have an answer? Rick is furiously writing. Gabby, wow, just Rick's write going. down two animals. Two Come animals. on. <laughs> but then I'm going to look stupid if... Corinne's oh, no. writing her abstract to the, pa- to the <laughs> no. paper she's about to put out about these two Corinne's draw- drawing a picture of it. <laughs> a bench, bench leg, leg deer. Is this possible? I don't know. We'll find out. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying a mule deer and a whitetail. Gabby saying a coyote and a deer. Clay saying a mule deer and a blacktail. Corinne saying a moose and a deer. Rick saying a fallow deer and a mule deer. Mm. Seth saying a whitetail and a sika. 
and Giannis saying a black tail and a mule deer. Giannis is on fire. It is a black no tail way. and a mule deer. Oh, so I had that written down, but hey, I Clay got it too. That they're like there's such a debate on in areas that of whether it is a mule deer or a black tail anyway that I said, oh, that doesn't make any sense. They're too close. Most bench it's legs the only appear. Two I've even heard of you know mating. So oh really? Not the now. Not why the white do they tail. call them? Sorry, huh? Why do they call them? Bench yeah, did you legs? know? So that? I couldn't get to the bottom of why they call them that. Um, I found <laughs> a, <laughs> I found a theory in a forum online. So you're going to accept all answers on this? <laughs> yeah, one? sure. <laughs> that uh, there's something like a bench leg horse. Is that right? Mm, that never heard right of to it. You? There's something like a bench leg horse that has like shorter legs and like more of a barrel like body. So that's where this comes from. I, I don't know, but mm. I couldn't find anywhere else. Mm. Now, most bench legs appear bench in the Pacific. Leg, like furniture it's, legs. It's make, yeah, it's Got making it. sense now. Most bench legs appear in the Pacific Northwest. While Boone and Crockett doesn't track bench leg records, Washington and Oregon kind of do. Both states have records for Cascade blacktails, which are deer killed in an area where blacktail and mule deer herds overlap. We're on to question mm. five. We'll get a scoreboard update after this. Oh, from Bill the engineer. It's like in California, it's always like they really want it to be a blacktail, even though it looks very much like a mule deer, right? Because it's going to score way more as a blacktail. Right. Yeah. Oh, Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, it's either a kind of a small, okay mule deer or a giant blacktail. Right. Exactly. You know, I, talking about mule deer, every I think probably every community in the east where there's only whitetails has some story of mule deer being released back in the 40s and 50s. That oh, sounds like yeah. an episode of Bear Grease. Yeah, I've never thought of it before, but like there's guys that just swear to me that in the Ozarks they released mule deer like in the 60s. And it's probably, you know, because somebody killed like a Fort G2 buck. I like it. Coming uh, in September of 2022 from the Bear Grease podcast. It'll be two minutes long. There we go. It didn't happen. <laughs> It'll be my intro. And then me saying it This didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> Roll the ads and yeah. end it. <laughs> Question five. The topic is gear. Nine states have an official state firearm. Name one of them. Nine states have an official state firearm. Name one of them. The state or the firearm? The state. It's a good question, Clay. Name the state. Did you get it? Do you right? know this? No. I don't either. Does everybody have an answer? No. You wrote down so confident. Well, oh, there's 50 states. There, there's always, there's <laughs> always, there's always a state that is going to be pretty heavily involved in pro gun type stuff. California, you mean? <laughs> don't give them my answer. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying New York, Gabby saying Wisconsin, Clay saying Wyoming, oh. Corinne saying West Virginia, Rick saying Kentucky, Seth saying Pennsylvania, and Giannis saying Texas. The correct answer is Alaska, Arizona, Indiana, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. Oh. Man, Clay, that was a, was a good, that was a good guess, State. though. As soon as you had that, I was, I was like, like a cowboy lot. Clay, yeah, Clay got Do you know it. what they are? Uh, so the first state Good to do this was Utah in 2011 when it designated the M1911 pistol as its official state gun. Other notable state firearms include Kentucky and the Kentucky Long Rifle, Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania Long Rifle, yep. West Virginia and the Hall Model 1819 Flintlock, and Alaska and the pre-1964 Winchester Model 70. Ooh. Mm. Oh, shit. That's cool. What? Now, was Texas on the list? Texas was on there. I think theirs was a Colt pistol, but I can't remember for certain. 
Giannis Don't is already five for five. What, what? I mean, what, oh, what's the one, tie one between more Utah and a 1911 <laughs> model? So. John, John I have Moses. no idea. John Moses Browning. Is that it? Was, yeah. was yeah. from Utah? Yeah, definitely. Ogden, Utah. There's a the Browning Museums in Ogden, oh, Utah. No yeah, John Moses Browning was from Utah, and he's Browning yeah. Firearms. That's why we got you here. There you go. Look at that. Well, why didn't you have that as a Damn question, Spencer. <laughs> and Utah, again, was the first state to do it in 2011, so expect more states to come. That's a curveball, too. Like, 2011? you think that would be older. But Phil, hit us with a scoreboard update. Uh, let's see. Yet to uh, put herself on the board, Gabby. Apologies. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rounding up next, we got Corinne and Rick with one. Then uh, Seth and Cal and Clay. I'll have two points. Good gravy. And man, just, wow. just flying out there in the lead is Giannis Patelis. This is just five a beat down. Yeah. Beat down. Yeah. We'll see if we can trip him up. O'Reilly Auto Parts are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. If you're confused about what part you need, like what wipers are going to be the best, what replacement headlights are going to be the best, go into O'Reilly and talk to the people that work there because they're great and they're super friendly and they'll get you squared away where you walk out knowing you got the right thing. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. Do you need your windshield wipers replaced? you need a brake light fixed? you need some quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat eater. Hey, man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So, when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out, there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Man, I'm just coming back uh, not too long ago from youth turkey season in Wisconsin. Now, last year at youth turkey season, it rained and snowed the whole time. This year at youth turkey season, it was in the 70s and even up to 80. So me and my kids are pouring it to it. And after a while, I realized they didn't drink anything all day, and they haven't drank anything all day. Well, that's why it's important to get hydrated and have something you're going to like to help you, encourage you, 
to get hydrated. Doesn't matter. Outdoor events, turkey hunting, playing sports, beach days, mountain adventures. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. I'll say that again. Hydrates better than water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and you use code MEATEATER at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code MEATEATER at liquidiv.com. Question six, the topic is public lands. How many acres are in a section of land? How many acres are in a section of land? Some very confident answers in the room. Cal, do you not know this? I already wrote my, oh, okay. my numbers down. Very, very quick answers. Cal. Again, Cal how many this. acres in a section of land? I see we didn't choose the questions per the room today. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Oh, shoot. I hope I didn't answer too quick. I may need to do some math. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying 640, Gabby saying 100, 640, Corinne saying 20, Rick saying 640, 640, 640. The correct answer is 640. Hey, okay. 20 acres what, in what? L.A. would be the equivalent of 640 in a lot of places. <laughs> Spencer, what I was thinking maybe it was a – is it a – what do they call – a township? A township. I think there's okay. 36 36 sections in a township. That's, yes, that's what it is. That's correct. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All a of section of land is one square mile. A half section is 320 acres. A quarter section is 160. And a quarter quarter is 40. This simple system was valuable to American frontiersmen and surveyors who had a shaky grasp on mathematics. We're on to question seven. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Dolan Perry, if you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. What Canadian province has five of the top ten Boone and Crockett entries for bighorn sheep? What Canadian province has five of the top ten Boone and Crockett entries for bighorn sheep? Not confident. Spencer. This might be the now you're six for six, so this, this may either. be the one. There's well. Does everybody have an answer? If Steve was here, he'd be like, shut up, Clay. Don't be saying <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Don't be giving no hints. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. There's we only have two really Ooh, Cal. two possibilities. Cal saying Alberta, Gabby saying BC, Clay saying BC, Corinne saying Manitoba. Rick saying Alberta, Seth saying BC, and Giannis saying BC. The correct answer is Alberta. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Hashtag Berta. <laughs> of the no. top 10 entries, five are from Alberta, four are from Montana, and one is from South Dakota. Alberta's biggest sheep of all time was hit by a vehicle near Longview in 2010. It's estimated that bighorn was 14 years old. Now, Rick, did you really know that? Or I was pretty, just... No, I was pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. You but, know, when you're reading 100%. off trophy stats, uh-huh. the age of the animal is not nearly as 
interesting to folks who yeah. are into trophies as Give the size of the animal. <laughs> How old was your sheep, Giannis? Nine or ten? Yeah. Nine. Nine. You could be ten. Well, there, there, I, a bunch of biologists looked at it, and they came up with answers between 8 and 10, so I've landed on 9. But I would like to know uh, how many inches of horn that mm. 14-year-old uh, bighorn ram had. I don't have that in front of me. You really? You've never, you've never been in some trophy circles where that's kind of the number of folks Trophy circles? This circle. Me and Yaz, right. Seth, Rick. Like, how yeah. do you measure Gabby? your white-tailed deer? Is it by age, typically? No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> We're on to question eight. We'll, we'll have a correction a, next week. That's right. We'll, we'll get that answer for you. The topic is cooking. We'll get another scoreboard update after this. What French term roughly translates to cute filet in English? Topic is cooking. What French term roughly translates to cute filet in English? Again, what French term roughly translates to cute uh, filet? I'm second guessing myself. In English. Now. Guessing. I don't know if I spelled it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a word that Seth couldn't it's, spell. I'm changing mine. <laughs> I know he can spell what I just wrote. Does are, everybody are, have an answer? Isn't Phil a Francophile? What does that mean? If you mean I took two years of it in high school? Yes. Yes. I remember. I remember. I'm still in the dark here. What's a Francophile? Somebody who's into Frenchies. Mademoiselle. Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying filet mignon. Gabby saying mm. filet mignon. Clay saying souffle. Corinne saying petite filet. Rick saying sous vide. <laughs> Seth saying mignon. Filet mignon. Filet mignon. M I N I O N. Listen, I told That's you. That's a mix of onion. <laughs> and it's mignon. And Giannis saying filet mignon. Yeah, but you know what I meant. The correct answer is filet mignon. Oh, we should, we should give it, it to right. Seth for sure. He can have it. I got one. The Did definition you? of filet mignon is a thick slice of beef cut from the narrow end of a beef tenderloin. The term was popularized in the 1906 book The Four Million, which portrayed the cut of meat as a symbol of luxury and romance. And bland. That's like the most bland chunk of meat you can have. No well, fat. That's why they got to wrap it in bacon. I won't find me ordering that. Mm-mm. Phil, hit us with a scoreboard update. Mm-mm. All right, the only uh, the only two left in it right now are uh, Giannis and Cal, because Giannis has seven, Cal has five. I think define left in it, though. <laughs> like, what's your scenario? Well, if How many questions do we have left? There's two questions left. So if Giannis oh. doesn't get them and you do, it's a tie game. Yeah, it's a tie game. Yes. Got mm. it. We could all gang up. We could all gang up and try to throw Giannis off. Yeah. Like, heck, like getting his head. <laughs> Subterfuge. Yep. Giannis. How many, like, how many tiebreaker questions do you typically come equipped with? I write Spencer. four of them. We've never had to go beyond one, but I'm ready if we have to. We've never gone beyond one? No. No way. No. Do, you, huh. uh, do you use those same four every trivia? Yeah, they'll just carry over to the next okay. one if, if uh, we don't end up using any. We're on to question nine. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Daniel Woolley. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Contrary to its name, the spotted sea trout is not a trout at all. What family does it belong to? 
Contrary to its name, the spotted sea trout is not a trout at all. What family does it belong to? Giannis Putellis does not know the answer. I got a good guess. I don't know that's I don't know how to spell this one either. I don't know how to spell this one, this one either. Mm. I don't think I'm right either. Son of a gun. Well. While you guys are thinking, I just want to let you all know how much fun I've had playing trivia with you guys. I'll play with you oh. anytime. See how he's 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 trying to win you over. He's trying to win twice. We never get that from Steve. That's right. You know what Giannis told me last time off air? He said that he wishes every day he could play Wordle and me eating trivia. <laughs> do you uh, you spend much time fishing for sea trout and when you do the, your North Carolina trip? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, people love talking about how good they are. I've never been a real fan of the, the meat. It's probably It's on the bland side. Well, I think what people love is that they're relatively easy to catch. Yes. When they're there, they're very easy to catch. Yeah, especially if you're in the live the live bait game. Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying croaker, Gabby without an answer, Clay saying uh, the sea the- trout distant family, distant cousin family, Corinne saying eel, Rick saying char, Seth saying mackerel, and Giannis saying mackerel. Ooh. The correct answer is drum or croaker. Oh. So Cal got Cal. it all. Cal's back and in we the are game. Coming down we to the game last now. question. <laughs> Clay, you almost got a good announcer voice there. Let's hear some color commentary here. Ryan Callahan's back in the game, folks, after that incredible answer. Giannis Patel is sweating bullets over there. It's back. It's back. <laughs> we got Chester on the field coming up. Back to the wall. Down to the final question. The topic is woodsmanship. Mm. What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? You can see the room thinking very hard. Some of them are drawing diagrams. What did you say, 225? 225. Giannis, do you think you know this? I think I have a 50-50 shot at it. Cal, do you think you know this? Well, unless you're trying to be tricky. What was the number again? 225. 225. What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? Does everybody have an answer? Ron Callahan, his brows are furrowed. Giannis still has a stone face. It might come down to how a particular you're going to want to be. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying west, Gabby saying southwest, Clay saying west, Corinne saying southwest, Rick saying southwest, Seth saying northwest, and Giannis saying southwest. The correct answer is southwest. Wow. Making Giannis Mutelis incredible. Wow. What a run. What a run. Now, this win, though, is going to come with an asterisk, isn't it? No, absolutely Why? not. Why would I? Well, because Stephen Rell's not going to let me climb up the ranks amongst the trivia winners when he's not here. But he did. He's in town right now, and he chose not to be here. Scared. Oh. He was scared. <laughs> he knew I was playing with all my two That's points right. over here. Mm-hmm. Now, Giannis, where are you donating the $500? Oh, you know what? 
I promised a uh, buddy, acquaintance of mine, that I was going to do it last time, and then I didn't do it, and uh, gave it to the sheep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even got an email. And he's like, "Bro, you really? said." I was like, "Oh, I totally forgot." So, now, anyways, what do you mean you promised? Like you talked to this person he, beforehand? Yeah, he said, "Hey, man, if you were playing trivia uh-huh. and you wanted to, you yep. could, you know." And I was like, "Hey, that's a great idea because it, you know, I think just mentioning them here now on mm-hmm. this uh, trivia show will help them out immensely." But Daryl Jack, I believe that's how he says his last name, runs a program called Swap out of uh, Tennessee. And they take kids from there, from the east, and take them west. And then on opposing years, they take kids from the west back to the east. How far west? Like western Tennessee oh, or like no, no, Idaho? No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Rockies. Mm. Um, and then they sell them into servitude? Yeah. Or what? <laughs> what are they doing with these yeah, kids? What do they do with yeah. kids? <laughs> Where's the conservation angle? <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're just uh, showing them uh, the you know other side of the country and, and what it has to offer with uh, habitat and wildlife, landscapes, et cetera, hoping that these kids sort of uh, head in, in a, uh, you know, wildlife, resources, biology uh, direction with their uh, higher schooling. And cool. if, you're, if you're born in the Midwest... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's called Don't a fly over when they're coming by. Send you to no, Canada. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You can still go west from the Midwest. You can go southwest. You go, you go roughly east at a or 225 west. degree That's angle. True. That's the beauty That's of true. it. That's true. It's good. Well done, Giannis. And you proved you. me wrong. You got eight correct uh, with an authoritative victory. Well done. That was impressive. Thank you. That was. Good yep. job, Giannis. That's it for this game of Meat Eater Trivia. Join us next time for another round where conservation always wins. <laughs>